0: You are the salt of the earth. You are exactly what the world needs and God has brought you here for His divine purpose. This is not the time to wring your hands in despair. This is not the time to get drowned by the voices and turbulence of the outside world. This is not the time to get worried about what you could have done and what you couldn't do in the past years rise into your decade of relevance step into your season of prominence a new decade has just begun this is purpose 2020 and now prepare your hearts as we welcome god's servant this morning this morning if you're as excited as i am we are starting a new series, Ancient Landmarks. And I pray that through this series, some mysteries will be revealed unto you. And it will give you an edge in this life and cause you to walk in the faithfulness and the goodness of our God. Don't let the title um, make you afraid. It sounds big. But my job this morning is to break it down and to make sure that we understand the reason why some things have become landmarks and that we ought to understand these things because with understanding comes the ability to walk in the goodness of God and to walk in the the, the victories that God has assured for our lives. As we always do, we want to lift up our Bibles and make our declaration of faith. And after we are done, I will say a prayer prayer. And then we can go into the word for this morning. But you are warmly welcome to this morning's service. Lift your Bibles up and make this declaration with me. It's our declaration of faith. We believe it as we declare it. Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I will go where it says I can go. I will become what it says I can become. I will achieve what it says I can achieve. Now slap your chest and say, I am a believer. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. We are grateful that you continue to give us your word. Ancient words that have stayed forever. Anytime we hear this word, it's new. And that is the mystery that we cannot even understand. All things shall pass away. But your word remains forever. And the beautiful thing is that your word is as relevant 2,000 years ago as it is today. Today we pray that as your word comes, give us understanding. Open the eyes of our understanding. Cause us to live here with a deep understanding of your word for us. Because it is in this that we get revelation. You said we will know the truth. And the truth shall set us free i pray that this morning this truth that we are hearing this morning will set us free set us free from every bondage of sin set us free from fear set us free from ignorance and the 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 ills that come with ignorance set us free and cause us to walk as victorious christians in jesus name amen and the subtitle that i'm speaking on this morning Is I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The main theme is ancient landmarks. But the sub-theme for this morning's service is, I plead the blood. Let's take our anchor scriptures. I have four of them. Turn your Bibles with me to Leviticus 17. Leviticus 17, and I'm reading from verses 10 to 12. And whatever man of the house of Israel or of the strangers who dwell among you, who eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul therefore i said to the children of israel and i say to you now people of god no one among you shall eat blood nor shall any stranger who dwells among you eat blood turn with me to genesis 2 the first book of the bible genesis verse 2 and i will read 16 to 17 and jump from 317 to 19 so Genesis 2 and verses 16 to 17. God did not curse the man or the woman as he cursed the snake and the ground. But he did declare that they would experience painful consequences. For a constant reminder of what he had done. The man would have to toil in pain for his food. And this was God when he was issuing out the curses after man had sinned. He says... From that point forward, as a constant reminder of what he had done, the man would have to toil in pain for his food, contending with thorns and thistles. Then the ground which had been cursed would receive him. He would return to the dust. Thus the curse fully embraces him in the end. But the cursing of the ground and not the man was God's indication That in mercy, he delays punishment. Now turn with me to Genesis 3, and I'll do 16 to 19. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you will bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake in until you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the herb of the field. Amen. Now turn with me finally and let's do, no, two scriptures, Romans 6. 23 very popular scripture romans 6 23 i'm sure all of us have come across it at a point for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus finally revelations 12 and verse 11 one of my favorite favorite scriptures and they overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. I'll take that again. And they overcame him. We overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of our testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Amen. I plead the blood. We are talking about ancients landmarks a landmark is anything any incident or occurrence that becomes a defining moment in history if we talk about landmarks we are talking about anything that is so significant that it becomes a reference point for us in life so we'll talk about landmark cases we'll talk about incidents that change the course of history it can also be a thing that defines a location If you are looking for somebody's house, they will tell you to give a landmark. And that landmark is something so significant that it gives you direction as to where you are going. A landmark can also be a precedent that directs a course of action. So I'm just breaking down landmarks for you so that you can understand that these landmarks are mysteries or precedents in the Bible in ancient times that still defines the way we walk with God. It still guides us in the way we can lead victorious Christian lives. They are ancient landmarks that we cannot live without as children of God. Therefore, it's important that from time to time, we revisit these landmarks and allow these landmarks to be become a guiding principle in our lives. One of the landmarks that we are going to talk about this morning is the landmark of the blood, the shedding of the blood. And that is why the title of my sermon this morning is I plead the blood. We were talking about the sacrifice of the blood and a a deep understanding of what I am sharing with you this morning has the potential to change your life forever. And as I studied and as I asked myself questions, my, my key thing anytime I am preparing a sermon is that I want to make it as simple and as applicable as possible. It's okay to come and stand here and quote Hebrew and Greek and, and, and highfalutin words. And, and at the end of the day, it doesn't benefit you. But I pray that from after today, you will understand the reason why we plead the blood and why the blood is the single most important tool if we want to lead victorious christian life so bear with me walk with me understand what i'm sharing and i believe that from today your life as a believer forever i'll share with you some foundations and these are the, the foundations on which we are going to build. At the end of the day, the foundation is what is crucial. Where, what I put the superstructure I put on it, without an understanding of this foundation will mean nothing. It's interesting when you hear some people, and, and, and I'm sure some of us have heard people cursing, and, and, and they will say, "E eh can." to wait those who don't speak chi or to our international audience in our a, in, in a, 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 a setting in our custom in our church custom we have come in our pentecostal times charismatic times we would hear especially pentecostal somebody praying and saying i use the blood of jesus I want to say it as exactly as it because I use the blood of Jesus to hit your face. <laughs> and what they are trying to say is that maybe you have hurt them. Maybe you have done something painful against them. And in their mind, the blood of Jesus is so powerful like some shrine that they can take the blood of Jesus and use it to, to hit your face. And, 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 and all sorts of calamities will befall you. That is such an error. I pray that from today, the blood will become significant. You will have a deep understanding of what the blood of Jesus means. And begin to apply it the right way. And in a way that the blood will yield the benefits for which the blood was shed. So let's get to the foundation. The first one is this. God created man to live in perpetuity god created man in a way that we were supposed to be eternal creatures we were not supposed to die when god created man put the blood in man put his breath in man god fashioned us in a way that we were supposed to recreate and regenerate ourselves in a way that we cannot die that is the first thing you need to understand and if you study about the blood, or if you read about the blood, or the human body, you will, you will see what God had intended, which was foiled at a point. The body by itself has capacity to regenerate. That is why when you cut yourself, you can decide not to put any medication. Your cells, your white blood cells will begin to regenerate and create a new body. And then all of a sudden, your body begins to heal. And then the flesh gets back to where it was supposed to be before the cut. The body was designed to recreate itself. When you are sick, when, when an, a foreign substance, a toxic substance enters your body, which is supposed to kill you, which is supposed to um, destroy your organs, your cells, God put in us an ability for ourselves to create a fighting mechanism in our blood. So you can decide, and that is why healing is not dependent on medication, healing is dependent on the Creator. Because if you are patient enough and you are eating right and you are doing what God commands, you are staying positive, declaring his word, something in your blood will recreate itself. It will build up immunity. That immunity will fight against that certain thing that has come into your body. That is why coronavirus is deadly. Because when corona hits your body, it fights your immunity. And when your immunity, your body's ability to fight back is not strong, then the sickness overpowers you. The virus overpowers you. If you have a strong immunity, when you get coronavirus, the virus will die by itself. Because your system, your body will build that immunity to fight that sickness, that coronavirus in your body. That is how the human body was created. That is why I'm happy to announce to you that I will never get, corona will never overpower me because my immunity is filled with the blood to the point where it regenerates itself i can have a headache today malaria today by tomorrow i am up and about why because god designed me and when you begin to understand to walk in the higher life and to walk in the promises and the precepts of god it takes you back to before man lost his ability to fight back that is the first foundation i need you to get That is the first foundation I need you to get. God created man to live in perpetuity. He wasn't intending to create another man. Man wasn't supposed to die and when i talk about living in perpetuity it also means that god designed it. site that man will feed on the things that god has created the plants the living things. he said have dominion the earth will bear fruit for you it will bring up herbs for you that will cure your body, that will enable you so god said in addition to the creation that in addition to having pepper, the ability to fight your blood to fight itself i am also giving you dominion over everything because all All these things must obey you so that you can live in perpetuity. That is how man was designed to live. The second foundation I need you to get. Sin is an aberration. Sin is like a coup d'etat. Sin is when you decide that you don't want to connect with the eternal God. Sin is, is, is when you decide that you are disconnecting from your father. The source of your life. The one through whom you have that eternal life. So when you sin, when, God, when the enemy came into the garden, he decided that he was going to attack the thing that would give man dominion and perpetuity on earth. And, and because our... our ability to regenerate the life that is in us is in our blood the enemy threw something into our blood called sin and that sin entered our blood and our blood became contaminated and our blood had no ability to regenerate to fight to give us the everything that we need to keep us in perpetuity we lost our dominion we lost our power we lost because sin sin is like a cancer that has entered our blood system and that is why god said that at the day that you would disobey me that day you die death is cessation of life when we say somebody has died it means that they have they have ceased to live and and ceasing to live means that everything around you also dies when you die when 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 things around you are dying your your finances are going down your health is going down you you are beginning to lose life do you know somebody can be in debt and the debt can so overwhelm the person financial debt that they die cessation of life or death Is anything that has taken away your connection to God. So God said to man in the garden, you can eat anything, but the day sin enters you, you disobey, you disconnect from me. The ability to recreate, the ability to have dominion, the ability to have authority goes away and you will die. They didn't die a natural death, but the scripture I read to you, God came to them and said, because you have done this, From now going, the earth will not respond to you. Cursed is the ground because of you. Thorns and thistles will come up for you. And and after a while, you will lose even your natural ability to live. So the curse wasn't that man was just going to die. But before man would die, because sin had entered our blood and we had been cut off from God, everything around us will fight us so now all of a sudden we can't overcome sickness now all of a sudden poverty hits our lives now all of a sudden depression now all of a sudden we are struggling to make ends meet and it is not working why because life has ceased because sin has entered into our blood and because blood is passed on your dna is in your blood so genetically you pass on your blood from generation to generation to generation that is why through one man adam sin entered the world but because sin was in his blood you and i are here today and through no fault of ours we have become sinful because the blood was passed on from adam and i'm talking about natural blood here from adam the bloodline of adam was sin so through adam you and i didn't sin but we have become i'm sure this i'll have to do it in two parts because i have just 22 minutes you have to we, we, it has to be passed on from from generation to generation and you and i we we are born into this world you haven't seen if you keep a child away from anything that they do wrong against god whether they like it or not the natural forces will fight them you may not have sinned but your finances can be attacked you may not have sinned because why the, the sin that was passed on to us has meant that we are walking but we are dead because the day sin entered our lives we died I hope you are with me so far the third foundation I need you to get and Leviticus 17 talks about it he says the life of a man is in his blood you are alive right now just because you have blood nothing else as soon as blood is drained from your body you cease to live if you read about what the blood does the blood is the one that carries oxygen all through our body as soon as there's no blood going to your brain your brain will lack oxygen and your brain will die the blood is the one that takes out all the impurities the toxins that enters our body it is the blood that has the capacity to fight so immediately your blood loses capacity to fight you are dead your immunity is gone you can't fight back you are dead so when when somebody shoots a gun at you it is not the gunshot that kills you it is blood that drains from your body that kills you so if somebody shoots me right now and i i don't drain any blood no blood comes out i'll live they will take the bullet out of my system. I have lost no blood. Blood is what keeps us. Our life, everything that we are, is in our blood. Leviticus 17 says that the life of a man is in his blood. The life of an animal is in his blood. That means that the thing that God placed in us, which was a part of him, was the blood. Our blood was our life god is a spirit he doesn't have blood but because man was a body we still needed something in our system that connects us to eternal life and that was the blood that was put in our body i hope you are still with me so blood is everything blood is everything it, it, you, you see when, when something bad even comes into your body the liver is supposed to filtrate it and, and, but it takes the blood to carry that thing to the liver for the liver to do its work so when your blood ceases to function you are dead and that is why you will go to a fetish and he will say I need blood life for life because the minute you bring blood, you have brought a life. There has been an exchange in the realms of the spirit. It can be chicken blood. It can be goat blood. It can be uh, cow blood. it can be. Uh, b- but there are levels of what blood can do. There are levels of things that can be accomplished with the kind of blood. that. How many of us know that when you go to the fetish and you want something very big, he will not take the blood of chicken. If, if what you are requiring is very very difficult, he will say, "I need the, the 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 blood of a goat instead of a chicken." When what you are requiring is beyond is supernatural, he says, "I need the blood of a human being. Can you bring somebody? Because there are levels in blood, and and, and come with me. I am taking you somewhere, okay? And, and even." beyond that when you go and the, the thing you are requiring requires even extra work he says i don't just need any ordinary human blood i need the blood of a virgin or i need the blood of a baby and innocent blood so to speak there are levels of blood that is the third thing i need you to understand the fourth foundation there's what we call the natural principle of equivalent exchange it's also called the alchemist's law and this says that an object or goal or a person will trade or must trade something that has equal value to what the person wants to receive. So the, the, the principle of equivalent exchange will tell you that anytime you want something out of life, and that is the natural law, you would want to trade something of equal value, true or false? Oh, I'm talking to you, church so if i'm coming to buy anti Charity's rice and i look at the rice a small meat anti-charity tells me that this is 50 ghana cities i don't see value so i won't buy because it doesn't answer to the principle of equitable exchange that is life we call it opportunity cost we call it anything if you want to to attain a certain level in life you put in work you put in hard work you you stay up at night all what you are doing is that you are putting in something that will give out a certain value that is why when you learn so hard and you fail an exam it's painful because in your mind the kind of equity i put in this i'm supposed to have gotten some that is why when your boyfriend leaves you after you have dated him for eight years and he has promised to marry you and all of a sudden he goes to chase another girl, and within three months he's married that girl your heart will break just say you the work the equity that you have put in for eight years you were washing his clothes you were cooking for him you were you were servicing him in the night you were and and for all of that represents a certain value and so when the equitable return is not marriage it can kill you that is the principle of life and I and when I was preparing the scripture I kept asking myself about God why do you need and blood to replace blood why why is it that you are God you can do anything that you want why that you have to kill an animal so that my sins will be covered and this is what it is that is the natural law God sets this earth in principles and, and systems and the systems work so that God doesn't have to recreate so God puts in this equitable system so that anything that you want out of life you have to give are you with me so far so we have established the fourth foundation something has to give for something to happen and it has to be equal in value to what is so God created man with eternal blood with dominion and power and then sin entered into the man death happened our blood became contaminated we lost everything so in the eyes of god we are dead because death is not from the devil god established death he said the day that you eat you die That is the law. That is the principle. God does not go back on his word. He's a God of integrity. He cannot change his principles. That is the God we serve. And that is the God we trust. Because when we know that when he says, tomorrow he's not going to change his mind. And that also applies in the negative. So when God speaks and says, the day that you eat the wages of sin is death, then it means that as soon as man disobeyed, we died. We died. It was only a matter of time before we returned to dust. But we died. We lost power over everything. We lost power over the ground. We lost power over sickness. We lost power. And the devil had a tool in his hand because he knew that God was a God who doesn't change his mind, who doesn't change his principles. So I am sure the enemy came running into the garden with a card in his hand and said, God, You said, I put in this claim that man must die. No matter how much you love him, he must die because your word is your word. Man made fig leaves without understanding of what he had lost. God came, and this is the first mention of sacrifice and spilling of blood in the Bible. God came and said, This thing that you have done, you are still naked. Because as I see you right now, Adam, I am seeing a dead being. So you, you have lost everything. You are completely dead. I can't do anything with you. I can't communicate with you. I can't fellowship with you. Because you are dead. Who goes into a mortuary to have a conversation with a corpse? You are dead. He immediately took a lamb. Killed it spilled his blood put it around adam so instead of seeing a dead man god was seeing life the blood of a lamb on adam that is the mystery of the blood so god was looking at adam and, and wasn't seeing adam wasn't seeing eve but what god was seeing a life the blood that has been spilled it was on adam And it was the covering around him. And God was saying, now at least, I I, I have given that there's something I can communicate with. At least for for a temporary moment, you can have a certain level of well-being on earth. Why? Because I am seeing blood and I am seeing life. I said to you that there should be equitable exchange. So there must be life for life. If Adam was going to live, then something must die for that life to cover Adam but because the value is not the same because the blood of a lamb does not have eternal properties it could only last for a while so the blood of the lamb will cover the people of israel It will cover them. God will be seeing the blood of lambs. Anytime they are going into the temple. And and to make atonement for their sins. They will carry a lamb. And they will kill the lamb. And the high priest will sprinkle the blood over them. And God will say that okay for the next one year. I can at least deal with you. Because I am seeing blood. But that blood will wash away. Because it is temporary. But, 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 But there has to be a solution. There has to be a way out. So you would see that all from the time of adam man had lost dominion the, the accuser of the brethren will come anytime man will try to do something he will come into the courts of heaven and he will make a claim and say the lord but these people died they lost their authority over finances they lost their authority over sicknesses they lost their authority in life so why are they prospering and then suddenly the accuser of the brethren will win. Why? Because the blood of the lambs would have ebbed off them. God decided he needed a permanent solution. So he calls a certain woman to get pregnant, a virgin. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. God knew that if this person was conceived naturally, then they were going to have the same bloodline problem because the sin of Adam will be transmitted to this birth, to this new thing, to this seed that was going to fight the devil. So, the Holy Spirit overshadowed this woman. She conceived. She bore a son. His name was Jesus. Jesus. He came into this earth. The assignment for which he came was one. He had to shed eternal blood. He had to give an atonement that was value for value. He had to give an atonement that was equal in value to the blood that man had disdained so he went to the cross anytime they put the whip on his back they will pull that whip out The nails will drag the skin off his back blood will ooze out of his back and god is saying that yes i am seeing blood and this is non-contaminated blood this is eternal blood this is blood that has the capacity to overturn everything that man had lost on the cross he bled till there was no blood left in him my bible says that the soldiers took a spear and they put it on the side of jesus expecting that there was still more blood but all that came out was water all the blood had been shed and this was blood that cannot die. This was a life that was eternal. This was blood that overshadowed every other blood. This was the blood that God need to make atonement for you and I. This was the blood that was going to be the one that we use as our trump card in the courts of heaven. So when the accuser of the brethren comes to court and he says that this child of yours, he must die. I have put the sickness on him because he deserves it. He lost his power and dominion over sin and over death and over sickness. Oh, the child of God can stand up and you are not standing up on your own terms oh, because you don't have any capacity in court. <laughs> you don't have any authority. You have lost your authority. So I pity the children of God that will come before God and instead of pleading the blood, they will talk about the things that they have done. All oh, your works are like filthy rags before me. Why? Because when I see you, I see a dead person. Oh, but when you plead the blood, when you plead the blood, when we say you plead the blood, the lawyers will explain to you when you go to court and you make a pleading what you do is that you make a counterclaim to the claims of accusation that has been brought against you so you make legal pleadings so when you say i plead the blood what you are saying is that God in this matter that has been brought against my life, don't see me, see the blood of Jesus, the eternal blood that was shed the blood that gives me back my life, restores my life the blood that gives me back dominion the blood that gives me authority over sickness and over the land, over the cares of the land, over my finances and I have regrets that in this life as children of God we don't use the blood as much as we ought to all you need is the blood all you need is to plead the blood when the enemy attacks your finances instead of crying instead of running around go on your knees and say i plead the blood or when that sickness touches your life or oh, don't, don't sit, don't sit and, and go and, and think about doctors. Or oh, maybe your faith is not there. But today I am praying that somebody will catch this revelation. Or oh, because when the blood covers you, when you plead the blood, you are hiding behind the blood. And God sees not you, but he sees the blood of Jesus. And that blood cannot be sick. That blood cannot be poor. That blood cannot be depressed. That blood cannot die. I plead the blood. Somebody wants to stand up right now and plead the blood. or oh, plead the blood over your sickness. Plead the blood over your finances. Plead the blood over your children. Plead the blood over your business. You are saying, I plead the blood. I plead the blood and when you catch this revelation the enemy has lost why because when you plead the blood and you bring out that testimony that evidence of the blood in the courts of heaven the accusation of the enemy will not stand oh he's the accuser of the brethren and Revelation 12, 11 says, And we have overcome him. We have overcome the devil. We have overcome sickness. We have overcome poverty. We have overcome everything. Oh, that failing ministry. We have overcome. <laughs> <laughs> by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony. Oh, somebody wants to plead the blood this morning. It is an ancient landmark. We are going back to that landmark every day of your life going forward. When you wake up in the morning, plead the blood over your life. When you go to bed at night, plead the blood over your life. When you are going through the valley of the shadow of death, plead the blood over your life. When the accuser comes against you, plead the blood over your life. When something is dying in your hands, plead the blood of Jesus over your life. I plead the blood i plead the blood or oh, you want to continue pleading the blood or from today that is the greatest weapon in your armory, it is not your giving it is not your tithes, it is not your good works uh, because even when you have sinned uh, and you plead the blood over your life uh, your sin does not count again uh, because God cannot see you, God will only see the blood uh, the atoning blood of Christ uh, the blood that was said he came to the Israelites and said uh, if you will put this blood on your doorpost when the angel of death is passing he will pass over you why because it's his life on your doorpost maybe somebody needs to put the blood of jesus on the doorpost of your life maybe somebody needs to put the jesus on the doorpost of your business maybe somebody needs to put the blood of jesus over that family sickness oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i plead the blood i plead the blood Oh, take yaha. And I'm very passionate about this because when I caught this revelation, I knew that my life has changed. And it has changed forever. No matter what I have done, no matter my past, no matter my present, no matter my future, all I need is the blood of Jesus. When the enemy comes in attacking me, he has a right to attack because we lost dominion. But when I go into the courts of heaven, all I plead is the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood may somebody plead the blood of Jesus this morning if you are home and you are watching us we want you to plead the blood over everything and when you catch this revelation everything around you will change that difficult situation will respond to the blood that addiction will respond to the blood when you are struggling with an addiction don't fight it with your self-will don't go to the psychologist who will tell you that you need to breathe in and out you need to have willpower oh somebody just bleed the blood over that masturbation bleed the blood over that and alcoholism, plead the blood um, over that addiction that you are struggling with. Tell the Lord, the Lord, um, I plead the blood, um, my Lord, Your Highness, uh, I, plead blood, um, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood. Oh Jesus, an ancient landmark of sacrifice of the blood. May believers in our time rise up and go back to this landmark let's stop trying to to do it with our works let's stop trying to do it with our strength oh let's go back to that landmark of blood and tell the lord that i plead the blood over every situation in my life father we thank you for your word this morning oh we are so grateful for the blood of jesus We are so grateful because life has changed for our lives. Because when you see us, you don't see us. You see the blood of Jesus on us. And you see life. Oh, when we plead that blood over our lives, we get our authority and our dominion back as children of God. Father, we call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you have been blessed. Join me every Wednesday on Star FM on Facebook Live and on Thursday by the well. This Thursday, they will be discussing I Plead the Blood. And you want to tune in at 7 p.m. on Thursday as the young men and women meet up by the well and discuss this word in detail. God bless you. Stay tuned. Follow us on all our social media handles. Watch out for our Hope Nuggets. We know social media is a new mission field and we are ready to take on that field. God bless you and protect you, amen. How you start your day is very important. You need to command your morning. If you haven't started tuning in to Star 103.5 every Wednesday and Friday, I don't know what you're waiting for. Hi, my name is Patricia and I don't joke with starting my day right. That is why I start my day soaking myself in the Word of God. That is why I tune in to Arena of Hope on Star 103.5 FM to help me start my day right. It's been a blessing since I started listening to the Arena of Hope radio ministry by Pastor Waiman. You need Fuel to finish the week strong. Listen to her on Wednesdays on Star 103.5 FM. And in fact, you need more Fuel to go through the weekend. So she comes again on Fridays between the same time on the same radio station. Listen to the Arena of Hope radio ministry and you'll be blessed. It's life changing. Don't be left out. Every Wednesday and Friday, 5 a.m. Tune in and let's start our day right on Star 103.5 FM. It is the maker's house.